Yo, what is up, beautiful soul? Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of To Unbecome 101, where haves become whole and dreams become reality. Yo, look, today we're going to talk about commitment. Yo, what am I committed to? What's your why? What makes you get up and get going? You feel me? So that's what we're going to talk about today, okay? Your why determines how you spend your time, and time is a limited resource. But before we dig in, Run that intro. Welcome to Unbecome 101, the home to the lost, the isolated, forgotten, and the outsider who is trapped in the cycle of personal development. I am your host, Alfred J, and I'm here for the facilitation of ego and identity rehabilitation through unbecoming your original self. Yo, people talk about it, but may not know exactly where to or how to begin, and that's exactly what I'm here for. And prior to us getting started, most importantly overall, I want to express my highest gratitude for allowing me into your aura and your space. Let's begin. Yo, man, thank you for tuning in. Like I said, it doesn't matter where you have been, who you are, your social status, your economic status, the job that you have what belief or faith system background that you have. This is a place where we come together to inspire oneness, harmony, universal consciousness, and develop unconditional love for one another, okay? Okay, so what I like to do is break down the entities in which we are actually engaging and talking to while ongoing this this experience, this podcast experience, okay? The two entities we're talking to is uh, soul and human body vehicle. We know that there is a soul, whether we call it a soul or spirit or the breath of life or energy or frequency or vibration or universe or God or Allah, whatever we call it, we're talking directly to that spiritual energy, that soul force, right? It's in all of us. And we know it's in all of us because one moment we're alive, blood pulsing, senses working. In the next moment, Whenever it's our turn to cross that threshold from life to death, we know that the energy leaves the body and the body stays here behind, still, still, lifeless. So we know that that energy force that escaped, that left, we're talking directly to that energy, directly to that soul force, okay? So as we're going forth in this talk, uh, as, as your ears perk up, I advise you to take down some notes, whatever stands out for you, take down some notes, uh, because nerves rule the world, man, (laughs) Uh, nerves rule the world, and and plus, you'll be able to uh, apply these principles and these practical exercises to yourself directly following this uh, podcast episode, uh, or even during, but I encourage you to do it afterwards that way you can get all of the information uh, that's being shared here uh, today as i said before today we're going to talk about commitment the importance of commitment so look real talk we're going to talk about commitment not not necessarily in a sense of uh the practical terminology of it we'll get there of course but i want to talk about commitment as a vibration okay because commitment is connected to all things everywhere all the time, whether we are uh, aware of it or not. I want you to imagine a world where an acorn refused to commit to its life cycle. If if an acorn refused to commit to its life cycle, 
then there would never be any oak trees that exist. And if there are no oak trees that existed, then there would be no uh, provision for food or protection or nurturing for other additional life forms. Uh, or imagine if the bee becomes disloyal. If a bee was disloyal, if a bee refused to go from plant to plant carrying pollen, what would happen to our earth? If the bee was disloyal and it refused to do what it was you know, designed to do, then there would be a deterrence. It would be a halt to all of additional growth for plant life. Bees obviously carry pollination uh, throughout our earth. So they, their commitment helps us and it helps other life forms. You feel me? So the difference between us and those uh, life forms, the bee in the tree or the acorn, the difference between us and them is that we have volition. We have free will to choose not to commit. And where there is no commitment, there is no growth. There is no fulfillment. You understand? Um, commitment is a vibration. It is an energy that is kept. It keeps itself actually and commitment um we have to tap into it we have to tune into it on purpose and that's why i asked you what is your why you have to have a reason towards everything that you do a reason towards your aspirational thinking a reason towards your aspirational goals a reason towards your obtainment of success love uh financial freedom or the ability to travel or whatever the case may be. There must be a definite reason. What makes you get up? What keeps you going? And if you don't have the answer to these questions, then you're going to spend your time wasting your time. You're gonna spend your time wasting your time. And, and I say wasting time is because time is a limited resource. Our why could be for money. It could be for material gain which I don't want to downplay those obtainments because that's a beautiful part of our human experience, right? To obtain those things, those material things, that's cool. But we can always print more money. We can always make more vehicles. We can always make more materialistic things, but we can't make more time. Time is a limited resource. So when it comes to asking the question of, yo, what am I committed to? It's, it's actually have has a dual uh, a, a duality to it uh, because yes we're asking about what is what are you committed to but we're also asking how do you spend your time i think that's the most spiritual question we can ask ourselves in this new era of humanity in this new era of human society in this human history the the most vital question we can ask ourselves the most spiritual question we can ask ourselves uh, selves is how am I spending my time okay how am I spending my time I right, look so let's dive into the practical terminology of commitment um, according to Merriam-Webster commitment means uh, it is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or an activity uh, understand that this is a state of being and because this is a state of being, it allows us to know that it can be captured and held because states of being happen within the mind, 
as we align our emotions as well as with our thoughts, when we, when we align our thoughts and our emotions, we develop a state of being. So uh, commitment is a state of being. It's something that you must practice on purpose. I've heard this, I heard this quote by Michael B. Beckwith, and he says that practice makes permanence. I know over the years, we may have heard the axiom that practice makes perfect, but no, 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 no. We don't want to live in that realm. We want to live in the realm of per, uh, we want to live in the realm of practice makes permanent. So whatever we practice, it becomes, uh, it, it becomes who we are. It becomes our state of being, uh, you understand? So, uh, you can train yourself to hold this. And I want you to also take note that, uh, the definition doesn't say when things are perfect. It, it doesn't say that Commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause when things are perfect. It doesn't say that commitment is a quality of dedication to a cause when everything goes your way. That's not what that's not at all what it says. It to be honest, to be truthful, prior to me recording this uh episode today. I, I was two seconds away from not recording it. I was two seconds away from not fulfilling what I said I would do. And the reason being is because I was tired. I was getting a little cranky. I came over to my creative station and my iPad, I'm sorry, not my iPad, but my mouse to my computer wasn't charged, which means I didn't have the ability to uh, maneuver through the software. Um, and then my daughter had called because it started raining at school and I had to go pick her up and my emotions began to swirl a little bit. And I spoke out to my wife and I was like, yo, I started laughing. Cause it was like, bro, on the day that I started talking about commitment, that, that I'm preparing to talk about commitment is the day that my emotions wanted to stop me from doing this. But my commitment is much larger than my emotional state. Let me say that one more time. Your, your commitment, your why, must be larger than your emotional state, okay? Because you're not going to feel up to par to do what you're called to do. You're not going to feel like fulfilling your purpose all the time. It just ain't gonna happen. Why? Because we're enduring the experience of humanity and humans have emotions and humans have thoughts. And because of this, uh, we, we have to learn how to balance those things as well as carry forth and progress forward in our aspirational goals and, uh, and, and thinking. Okay. So I just wanted to be honest with you, man. I just, my why for me particular, in particular, my why it goes much deeper than just material things and I, i've been in a realm and, and i'm sure some of you all can vouch for this but i've been in the realm of wanting to gain success to a look like a success and b obtain only the materialistic aspect of it when i was um when me and my wife we were running a production company when I was aspiring uh, aspiring to become a music artist uh, to break into the mainstream industry mainstream um, industry uh, when I was a when I became a firefighter when I became a, uh, a public educator I, I thought that being in these realms 
playing these roles, playing these characters would give me everything that I wanted and everything that I desired until one moment in 2019, I was doing some introspective work on my front porch. I wrote in a notebook. I asked myself one simple question and I said, what do I want? And I froze, I paused and I broke down and I cried. I bawled. I'm talking about like I boohoo cried. I didn't just shed a tear like, oh man, dang, I don't know what I want to. Nah, I was like crying, right? Um, because I couldn't answer the question. I had no idea as to what I wanted. I thought that once I got the things that I was, you know, that I that I had, once I got those things, then I would be happy. Then I would be fulfilled. Or even that, you know, with with all of my efforts trying to break through in the film industry and the music industry. Uh, and, and, and I, like I would get some type of help or aid or I would go viral or what or whatever right I was coming up with these fantasies in my mind um, and I was committed to those things only because and I'm saying all of this to say that I was committed to those things to those practices to those efforts only because of the materialistic gain I saw myself obtaining um, so your your why must be much more deeper than that so for me right now in this space that i'm in now my my why just to give you an example of how deeper we must go my why is bigger than me my why the reason why i wake up at five o'clock in the morning when nobody is watching when nobody knows the reason why i wake up at five o'clock in the morning and i say affirmations to myself and i'm talking positively to myself and i'm praying for the world and I'm setting the tone for my family. I'm speaking life over my family while they're snoozing, sleeping. The reason why I do this, the reason why I do this is because I want to make sure my family is happy, healthy, and thriving for real outside of social media. You feel me? Like I want my family, I want to live a happy, healthy, thriving marriage. I want to live a happy, healthy, thriving um, life and fatherhood for my children. And I want my children to live happy, healthy, and thriving. You feel me? In all aspects of life. So I do those things. I I stay committed to those things so that uh, so that we can enjoy heaven on earth right here. We ain't got to wait to go get it. You feel me? And and, and my why, then it, my why expands beyond my household. I wake up every morning and I'm doing countless hours of research and I'm performing practical exercises on myself, trying to make myself a better person, trying to make myself, trying to sustain the level of high energy, the level of uh, my higher version of self. I'm sustaining this energy. Why? Because there is somebody out there that was just, that is right, that's, that's enduring that question, that daunting question that I asked myself in 2019. There's somebody out there who, who needs to be heard, who needs to be felt, who needs to be poured into. It, so I, I do this to make an impact, to make a positive impact, to change lives while we're here. Why? Because if we change how we view ourselves, if we have practices in place to help us view ourselves in a better light, then we will inevitably view others in a better light. And when we're viewing others in a better light, then our world begins to change. Okay. So as we circle back around to our terminology, I want to look at the synonyms of commitment. These synonyms are dedication, devotion, allegiance, pledge, vow, promise. These are some big body 
terms that like and the reason i call them big body terms because these are terms that we shouldn't take lightly and i feel like we we humans we use these words devoted determination ambition drive we use them so loosely we we use them too loosely honestly and and because if, if we really knew what they meant if we really were tied to the actual vibration and energy of these words of these terms then we would be then we would actually be hungry we would actually be fruitful in our lives but what happens is we get motivated on one day and we are committed the next day and then the next day following that there is some type of obstacle some type of challenge some type of emotion some type of thought that hinder hinders us from that commitment from holding that vibration of commitment so, and I don't want to be insensitive. Again, I know that's my favorite word to use. I don't want to be insensitive. I know that uh, it is a challenge to live disciplined. It is a challenge to live a committed life. It, and, and I understand that. And that's exactly why we're here. That's exactly why you're listening to this podcast episode today. That's exactly why the message is being spewed through me at this very moment because of how difficult and how much of a challenge it is to be committed and to be disciplined in this life, especially with all the distractions that we have right now. One of the main distractions that we have right now, and we can probably pull up the statistics on this. I don't have them in front of me at this very moment, so I don't want to lie to you, but we can look at the statistics right now. One of the main distractions that all of us has is a double-edged sword, honestly, in this social media Social media is, I say it's a double-edged sword because it is a it is a platform that allows me and other speakers and other leaders to pour into people, uh, you know, with just the click of your thumb. We can reach people and talk to people with, with ease, with quickness, within seconds, right? But on the other end, there are a multitude of ads. There are a multitude of uh, energies and photos and videos that capture our attention that pull us away from the thing that we that we at least say we're committed to and we'll we'll honestly spend hours on it and it's possible to and i mean my hand is raised here too and sometimes i have to and i encourage you to do this as well sometimes i have to delete the apps off of my phone so that i won't go down the rabbit hole of being distracted from the things that i say i'm committed to because i could be out at five o'clock in the morning studying some real estate or studying some spiritual practice and then hop on Instagram to try to put up a post um, you know for an upcoming episode for the podcast and then I'll start swiping and I gotta remind myself yo stop swiping and hop off right because it can, it's, 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 it's definitely a, a major distraction for us you feel me so and so again I say that these words that we're using commitment devotion and, uh, and and dedication and allegiance these are big body words that we have to on purpose stand up to and the way that you stand up to them is by practicing it. Just like I said a few moments ago, practice makes permanence. How can you ever obtain the frequency of commitment if you never practice being committed to anything? Think about that. How can you ever obtain and sustain the vibration and energy of commitment if you never stay committed to anything? We have to learn how to follow through follow through to the end point that's i think that's why reading books is so imperative even if you're not even a reader listen to some audio books i think that's why it's so important to practice like reading books is literally the vibration of practicing commitment 
because you open the book on page one and you got 200 more to go make it to the end i promise you're gonna pick up some jewels and some gems that's gonna help you change your life now this this might say my age <laughs> i don't know uh i'm a 90s baby yo so um and i, I love hip-hop and so th the point i'm making is have you ever heard somebody from up north say yo my word is bond word is bond like it sounds like cool vernacular but it's it's an actual statement of uh both concrete validity and understanding um so word is bond is saying what i say is what i mean and i'm glued and committed to exactly what i'm saying but that goes to say that you understand your personal value too if you don't understand your personal value, then you won't understand how powerful and how pertinent it is for you to understand your words and the words that you're using. If you don't understand your personal value right now, I advise you to go back to episode four of the podcast. Yo, what's my value? And check out some practical exercises on how to increase your value, right? Because it goes beyond just increasing your value so you can obtain success and all that. It's about being able to be committed to something through the use of your words. All right. Our words represent who we are internally out here. You can see my face. I mean, obviously not through, through, you know, through the podcast episode. Right. But when we're walking the streets, walking through retail stores or the mall or whatever the case, you can see each other. Right. The tangible realm, you know, our skin color, our hair texture, the things we wear, the jewels we wear, the cars we drive X, Y, Z. But one of the most beautiful parts about life is that it's 8 billion of us here and we don't know what's going on behind the doors. We don't know what's going on inside the mind. And the only time you know what's going on behind the mind or within the person's mind is when they open their mouth and words come out. So our words represent who we are internally and what we speak is a product of where we have been for we have become where we have been. Let me say that one more time. What we speak is a product of where we have been for we become where we have gone, where we have been. All right. So we speak from what we know. We talk from what we understand. We talk from what we perceive about ourselves and others in life altogether. So our words represent who we are internally. Our words literally attaches itself to the world in which it vibrationally wants to create. If I tell you that I love you right now, each one of you uh, will make an attempt to prepare for the reception of that statement. And how we do this is through remembrance of experiences we have had and those we want to create. So being committed to that statement allows for us to think and ponder and conceptualize a world that holds that statement. That's why in a relationship, you'll see people say that, um, you, you know, you're in a relationship for two months and you're like, oh, I love you. Some people will think that that's too fast. Why? Because saying I love you opens up this vibration. It opens up this world of commitment. And if you are not prepared for commitment, you will malfunction. Okay. I remember a while ago we were straightening our home and we were cleaning our room. It was actually about a year ago, actually. And we found some old photos, me and my wife. And she, uh, it was a, 
photo from our wedding day. It was a courthouse. Uh, we were at the courthouse and we were holding our daughter and it was a beautiful moment. However, she asked me, she was like, if you could talk to this kid, pretty much, if you could talk to this kid, you know, the younger version of me, you know, what would, what would you say? You know? And, and I told her, I would have told me to slow down because I didn't understand what I was getting myself into. And I don't say that in a negative connotation. I say that in a sense of, I wasn't prepared to give her and my daughter what they needed. I wasn't prepared to be committed to um, healing. I wasn't prepared to be committed to accepting correction. Because when you're in a long-term relationship, that person on the other end ultimately acts as your mirror. They're not your judge. They're not your parent. And they're not your forcer into a relationship with them. But they are a mirror for you. So however you behave, you're going to see it back from your partner. However you're talking, you're going to see it mirrored back from your partner. And whatever you're saying, whatever you're talking, whatever you're whatever you're saying or whatever you're doing, your behaviors that you're that you're acting out is going to reveal the things that you are subconsciously committed to, because whatever you're committed to, you're going to speak from that. Your actions are going to show from that commitment, even if nobody's seeing what you're committed to. That's why it's so important for us to understand the, uh, the value of commitment, the value of the frequency, the vibration of commitment. It's not just a term to say, oh, yeah, I'm committed to this. Oh, you know, I'm committed to that. No, 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 no. It's, it's about actually doing the commitment. Commitment is a doing. Commitment is a verb. It might be in Merriam-Webster as, you know, as an adjective, but honestly, it's, it's more so a verb uh, if you ask me, but here we go. Let's continue to move forward. Uh, it is when we say one thing and do another that causes malfunction in our lives. It confuses our loved ones when we behave this way. When we say we're going to do one thing and we do another. Just like I just said a few moments ago in regards to the younger version of me when I first got married. When I first uh, uh, decided to be committed to one woman. My, my words said yes but my behavior said otherwise and i began to malfunction uh for for several years you know i was struggling from anxiety depression uh self mind uh sorry negative mind chatter you know i i, I felt like i wasn't good enough uh, i felt like i just kept messing up and i just couldn't do right and i would have these conversations inside of my head and it would show outwardly how i was committed to those negative um, talks to myself those negative emo those negative emotions to myself it showed that i was com more committed to those things than i was with anything else and what it also does is it confuses the breath of life it confuses the universe it, it, it confuses what we call source energy why does it why does it confuse the source energy how does it confuse the breath of life is because one day we say we're going to be one thing and then the next day we turn into a whole nother thing like we we refuse to take on the vibration of commitment and then we cry whine and complain on why we haven't achieved the things that we're looking to achieve we're we're, we're not understanding why we're feeling depression and anxiety 
It's because we have confused ourselves and we confuse uh, our connection to source energy. Uh, the example I like to give is with the lion. The lion is a beautiful creature. It has always been a lion and the universe has supported its identity because the lion is committed to that identity. The lion didn't wake up one day and say, yeah, I think I want to have stripes now. Like it, it was committed to having a mane. It was committed to walking in a pride. It was committed to doing it, what it does, hunting down gazelles and, uh, and whatever it is, whatever else it hunts. I'm not, you know, an expert at lions, but you know what I'm, you see where I'm going though, right? So like the lion is committed to its role. Therefore it obtains success due to that, you know, in that room, right? So same thing with us. If we want to be a writer, then we have to be committed to writing. You can't say you are a writer. You have to be writing. You can't say you want to be a doctor. You have to go do the thing that makes you a doctor. You can't say you want to be a speaker and never share your voice. You can't say you want to be a teacher and never conduct research to be able to teach others. You can't say you want to be a millionaire and never obtain the things, the mindsets, the values, the principles, the roles that millionaires obtain. Like we, we don't obtain the level of success that we're desiring due to our lack of commitment and discipline. All right, guys, uh, thank you for you know sticking around this long. I promise we're almost done. I'm just gonna go over what commitment is like and then we're going to discuss some practical exercises that you can implement directly after this podcast episode look commitment is like leaving everything you know and love shaving your head and your face changing into a uniform training in intense weather boarding a plane to fight for a country without knowing that you're coming back that's commitment commitment is like waking up at 5 a.m to meditate and pray even when it hurts or you feel no reason to do so because no one notices anyway. Commitment is like hitting the gym. Even when your body hurts, dinner needs to be cooked for your family and laundry needs to be put away. Yo, commitment is like doing the thing without the expectancy of reward or anyone noticing you. Commitment is like no one can give it. It is self-induced. Nobody can give you commitment. Nobody can give you ambition. Nobody can give you discipline. I can sit here and lead you and guide you and set an example. Sure, I can give you principalities. I can give you principles towards commitment and discipline. Yeah, but it is at the end of the day, ultimately, it's up to you, the listener. It is you, the practitioner. You have to practice commitment. You have to choose to do something right now to engage and wake up that commitment vibration that your being has been waiting to hold on to, to birth something new for you your family and your bloodlines to come. Now for the practical exercises. Number one, find what you are committed to based on the words that flow out of your mouth. I want you to write down the conversation topics you have in one day. All right. So be it today or tomorrow, but sometime within this 24 hour span of hearing this message, I want you to write down the conversation topics that you're having with your friends, your your uh, wife, your husband, your children, uh, your mother, your father on social media, whatever it is, whatever rooms, whatever Twitter spaces you find yourself in, 
What type of conversations are you having? And based on those conversations you're having, you're going to see exactly what it is that you're committed to, okay? And once you are aware of what you're committed to, now you can start to change some of these habits around, okay? Uh, number two, how am I spending my time? And what do I want to see come forth? The reason why I ask this question, and I want you to act, write down and ask this question for yourself, is because what you are spending your time on now is what you will manifest in the future. That is not all spiritual. That is not all bias. That's not an opinion. If you put a seed in the ground and you water it every single time it needs to be watered and you nurture it how it needs to be nurtured, then that seed is inevitably going to grow and fruit for you. So same thing with yourself. If you are practice practicing commitment and discipline on a regular basis based on how you're spending your time how you're allocating your time how you're managing your time how you're stewarding your time based on how you're doing that then you will set up a beautiful future for yourself your family and your bloodline to come I, I, like that is that is a fact that is actual actuality and you can see it in books and you can see it from gurus and uh and preachers and leaders all throughout our human history that have said this practic uh this this principle uh to us but only few pick this principle up and practice it yo that's all i have for today thank you for tuning in again to another episode of to unbecome 101 if you love what we do here if you're loving these conversations man follow follow the show like it subscribe it and most importantly man if it hits you if it does something for you share it with somebody who you think may benefit from this show and also too if you want to continue to stay updated um download the geneva app g-e-n-e-v-a app the geneva app and we post updates there it's a community for all of us to gather and to establish accountability accountability oneness harmony universal consciousness and overall unconditional love man until next time i love you theo j and i'm out peace i think i can and i think i can't staring at life like it's wet paint wanted this life like i couldn't wait but depression anxiety couldn't shake